All right, all right, all right, sit down. Sit down. The anatomy of a thumbsucker. When most people are not worrying about dying or dropping dead, they are usually thinking simply of themselves. They're not thinking about you. A lot of times we think they're thinking about us. They're not thinking about themselves. And if you sit quietly long enough, they'll tell you about their woes, pre-admonishing their egos in front of you. People like to talk about themselves. Telling you tales about what they wish for in their own futures. Trying to impress upon you just how special they might be. Or even worse, they're giving you a verbal laundry list of everyone who has disappointed them recently. Or telling you about all the things that have gone wrong in their lives since the last time you saw them. The death rattle of the little guy. Oh, poor me. Therefore, in the end, most people do is they ask you to notice them. They expect you to acknowledge and observe them if you can as they are dying. Wrap your emotional arms around them and hug them because they are on the mouse wheel of life and scared to death like little rats. Admit it. Not only are people like that exhausting, to listen to or simply be around but you also have to admit that when you bump into people like this that you do bump into people like this virtually every day of your life you can feel them it's that friend or that neighbor that you see at the store and you see them and you just don't want to talk to them so you go the other way here's a lesson all around you is energy some people call it a electronic magnetic energy. I don't know about all that, but it's an energy field that's all around you. It's an invisible field that surrounds your body, which is attached to the infinite. The ancient Greeks called this the erythic. I'm possibly pronouncing this wrong, but the erythic body is where the real you resides. Your erythic body is speaking to people even when your mouth is shut. You ever just, you can just feel somebody? You can just feel their energy, negative energy, positive energy. Some people can just light up a room when they walk in, and some people can just depress the room when they walk in. That's the real you. If you've ever heard me that phrase, yes, 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 yes. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to change the energy in the room. I'm trying to invite. I'm trying to welcome opportunity, preacher of prosperity, of plenty, of abundance. Yes, we're inviting. It's like an opening prayer. Come in. Yes, yes. It's trying to be positive. The genetic code. The genetic code says this, in the jungle, all animals have this message embedded in their brains, and it's this, if you see a hurt or dying animal, simply go eat it. Wash the jungle clean of the other beasts who can no longer duplicate, no longer thrive, and help keep 
the natural balance of order. That's what the jungle code is. So if you're dying or hurt, we will help you out of your misery and eat you. That's why tigers eat and kill their own wounded cubs. Mercy. Human beings aren't so merciful. We like to string people along. People who complain are considered people who are dying. Losers talk about what happened to them. And they also talk about what happened to them yesterday. Winners, on the other hand, only talk about where they were going and tomorrow. Never forget that. The future. It's too late for me, Gerald. Uh, not if there's tomorrow. I'm 45, should I be investing? If you plan to be alive tomorrow. Investing isn't about some made-up thing in the in the future. Investing is about right now. Like you invest for now. Yeah, we have these seven to ten year projections, but each day when we invest, we invest for today. And yes, that money will double in the next seven to ten years. Maybe it quadruples. May we get lucky, but it's about today, right now. And so we live in the moment of these investments. Be an uninvestor. See, a runner doesn't work out. A runner runs. A bodybuilder doesn't need to, what, he, he lifts weights. It's what he does. He doesn't need to plan that shit. He doesn't need to try to make it happen. It is who he is. So an investor isn't a struggle. Investing or trading become part of your natural extension of you. Winners are talking about the future. Losers are talking about trades they lost it. See, the winning trader, it's over. You lost. Shut the fuck up. It's over. Learn what you did wrong, if there was anything. And let me let you in on something. Sometimes there's nothing wrong. Sometimes you just lose. It's the order of the jungle. Businesses go out of business. Some people get coronavirus and die. There's the randomness to life. And you have one option, to sit there and cry, and guess what happens? You're going to be eaten by the lion who ain't crying. Not everyone's crying. And so if you want to lay on the field of the wilderness and be the animal that's chirping and crying and complaining, guess what happens? The strong animals eat you. The genetic code. The silent code, hidden order within the village. Amongst humans, the genetic code says this, only the weak and dying people complain. Therefore, to amass instant silent power, all you have to do is simply stop complaining. What you think about comes about and what you focus on grows, I promise you. All you have to do to amass instant power all you have to do to become just a little bit better of a trader, a better salesman, a better business owner, is live in the now and the future. We learn from the past and then we move on. We don't dwell there. We don't dwell there. We're not dwelling on shit that hasn't happened. We're in the now and in the future we want.
Besides, if you think about it, most people complain about things which they permit anyway. It always makes me laugh the people who go to cash in their retirement and savings. They go to cash. As if they haven't read history. It's fucking repeatable. You can go look. It's the same shit over and over and over and over. And every decade, there's a whole new group of idiots that think this one's it. I got to go to cash. They don't understand the power of dividends. They don't understand that if you own stocks at lows, like you understand, I have stocks right now that paid me dividends in March of the COVID-19 sell-off, the crash, the most recent crash we can talk about. They bought me free shares, three shares, four shares, whatever. One stock got so low that when it paid the dividend, it bought me 100 shares. And it's now up 300% or 200, excuse me, because I didn't sell it. Now, when all of that returns to normal, what happened? Compounding. Compounding. And so the moment you unconnect yourself or remove your money or do whatever this stuff you think you're going to do, which always surprises me because people who are not financially sophisticated, who aren't sitting around looking at the markets every day, who aren't studying, then all of a sudden have this great epiphany that they're going to step aside now. They've figured out the markets. It's all based on fear. That's the animal crying on the field so the lion can come eat it. Oh. People who complain are considered people who are dying. So all you have to do to have instant power, stop complaining. Besides, if you think about it, most people complain about things which they permit anyway. We complain about a husband we married. We complain about a job that we applied for. We complain about a car that we bought. We complain about kids that we wanted to have. We complain about the things that we permitted, that we sought after, that we wanted. Next time one of your buddies starts crying, just yawn and say, can't complain about that which you permit. Silent power. Amazing silent power. You've done it before. You've met someone new. Been to a party and met someone who appeared to be different. Almost on a level that they had some sort of something special. And you couldn't quite put your finger on why. And you couldn't quite figure out why you were so drawn to them and what made them so attractive to you. It's almost like there was some mystical strength that, that they were exuding some sort of radiant light. In previous podcasts, I've talked about this idea of the alpha code. The alpha code is the ability to impress upon others your idea, your message, and influence them to either buy, believe in, follow, or do based on what it is you're trying to accomplish. The alpha code. Donald Trump has it. The alpha code. The ability to influence others. The ability to get other people to do what you want. And it doesn't even have to be for their own good. But if we begin, if we take the power of the Alpha Code, if we tap into this idea of the Alpha Code, and we begin to use it for good, amazing things can happen. But you've met people like this. They walk into the room. 
and the energy changes. It's strange. It's almost like an unforeseen force. How is it that some people have the force and others do not? How can you amass silent power instantly? How can you have these unforeseen, unseen power instantly whereby other people would be instantly attracted to you? Number one, you can discipline your own level of charisma. You can. You can begin to harness it. You can begin to comb it, so to speak. You can begin to work it out, so to speak. Repetition is the mother of skill. You can actually practice being charismatic. It's going to take time. Here's part of the process of practicing charismatic. You're going to look like a dipshit a couple times. I've done all kinds of stupid things on the internet. I've recorded all kinds of stupid videos where I wrote words wrong. I've pushed books out into the universe with misspelled words, run-on sentences, and commas. I get on a daily basis people who say, hey, man, I really enjoyed your book. Here's all the problems with it. You see, I wasn't waiting for it to be correct. I don't give a shit if it's right or not. I actually don't even edit. I don't edit videos. I don't edit audios. I don't edit podcasts. I edit nothing. One take, it's good, or I move on. And if it's bad, I don't dwell on it. I delete it. We try again tomorrow if I'm out of time. And so I allocate time. And tomorrow I get up and try it again. Video, podcast, doesn't work. Fuck it, delete it, move on. I got things to do. And the next day I try it again. And the next day, and guess what happens? Eventually I get one of them right. And I post it. And I move on. Now most of the time I post bad ones too, as long as it ain't that bad. If the message and the content are correct, I don't really care if my hair was right or the color shirt I had or did I have paint stains. Like I don't care about any of that stuff. It's not that I don't care about my appearance. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm trying to do higher level shit. The color of my shirt is real low on the level that I'm floating and functioning at. A lot of people don't get this. You're still caught up on your makeup. Like you're functioning way down here. Now, your check account's all fucked up, but you got your eyelashes on. Or you got your shoes right. You're a guy. You got your sports package, but you ain't got no investments. And so we have to check ourselves. We have to look. Are we incongruent? Are we, are we, are we walking as if and talking as though? Are we, are we doing what the stuff we say we want to do? And so at what level are you functioning? Become the thing you... So number one, we can discipline our own level of charisma. You can. You can do this. Number two, in the genetic code... Remember we talked about the genetic code? The genetic code says this, in the jungle all animals have this message embedded into their brains that if they see a hurt or dying animal to go eat it and help out the universe. The strong shall survive. We have to literally protect the weak because the universe is so ordered that it eats them. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. This planet will kill you. Always makes me laugh. People, Mother Nature, they talk about the planet as if she's some loving mother. This planet will fucking kill you in a second. It'll destroy your entire family and I think anything of it. With tornadoes and earthquakes and people talk about it as if it's some sort of loving mother. 
Yeah, well, this is a crazy drunk stepmother I didn't ask for. The genetic code. So number two is genetic code. You do have an invisible coat you are wearing. Whereby other humans are noticing on a level within their subconscious. Fact, not theory. Meaning they can see if you're crying. Remember uh, 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 the, the, uh, the ancient Greeks had erythic, uh, and I'm probably saying the word wrong, but it's this idea of this magnetic energy field. There's this energy field, this, this radiating off of you. And, and some people go so far, and maybe it's a little esoteric, and maybe these aren't connected at all, but the two are true. That, that's where charisma, and that's where this, uh, this, uh, the ability to attract people. Like some people can just attract people. Some people just natural born salesmen. Some people, you know, unfortunately they're full of shit and what they sell is bad, but you can hone that. You can take the skills. You can take those skills and convert them to something else. The guy who's a successful drug dealer can sell hot dogs, right? The guy who's successful at running a dry cleaners or delivery service can take that to the stock market. Skills are interchangeable. The basic concept. Once we understand these universal principles, these ideas that what you think about comes about and what you focus on grows. So if we understand that in the context of the genetic code that the, the, the dying animal is going to be eaten by the universe, that's just another way of saying that what you're thinking about is what you're going to manifest. Christians have the same thing if you're a Christian. This is not weird. Whatsoever you believe... There's all kinds of verses talking about that. That if you pray in faith, you'll receive. That if you sow a seed, it will grow. Islam teaches it. Buddha teaches it. All of the great leaders of our time taught it. That you can manifest. You can attract. You can change who you are. You can manifest overnight. And the way that you do that is you become what it is you're trying to be. It's not a struggle. It's instant, instant power. Begin to work on your charisma. Charisma, that's also that first impression. People call first impression. People say, well, I give off bad first impression. Fix that shit. At least hone the impression you want to give. Now, inside of that, I realize it could be your clothing. I get that. Now, earlier I said that's low-level functioning. Let me preface, if you're going in for a job interview, you can't have paint stains on your shirt. So inside of this idea of this idea of, of that, don't misunderstand. I'm not saying that you don't have to garner your appearance. If you work in the public and you're going to be dealing with people, you're not probably going to dress like I do 90% of the time. I'm crawling underneath houses in attics. You, you, get what I'm, you understand what I'm saying. Use common sense here. But spending an absorbent amount of time on the type of clothing you wear and no time on your long-term investments, that's low-level functioning. You understand that, right? So understand the idea of the genetic code in the sense that you're putting off energy to the other animals of the jungle. Other humans are noticing. They may not notice it and they may not even realize they're noticing it. And this is where you're like, I don't like that guy. You're like, what do you mean? You just met him. I, I don't like him. That's his arithmetic field that surrounds his body. Arithmetic shield.
and again, I'm probably saying that word wrong. Uh, erythic. It's an adjective. Physics, all pervading, inf infinitely elastic, a molest medium formally postulated as a propagation of electronic magnetic waves. That's from Webster's Dictionary. So number one, gain discipline over your charisma. I mean, begin to practice it. Repetition is a mother's skill. Two, realize the genetic code and that you're putting off uh, 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 you're putting it off and people can pick up on it subconsciously. Number three, to gain strength and to utilize your scient power, you will have to discipline and control the destructive side of your ego. Never forget this. People can feel you and who you are speaks louder than what you say. You ever meet someone you're like, dude, that dude's a child molester. You don't know this guy. And you say some horrible stuff like that. I meet people all the time like that. I feel like I'm extra tuned into it because I teach this shit. I teach about the alpha code. So, you know, I don't just sit and make this shit up like I'm studying it, thinking about it, reading about it. I study about religions and world leaders and read biographies. And I'm trying to hone and understand so that I could pass down to other people things that I've learned. Increased personality through the alpha state. The alpha code is that message that I talked about many podcasts ago. If you haven't listened, maybe go back and listen. I know I got some weird music playing. I was experimenting with that. But the message itself is good. Increased personality through the alpha state. This isn't hard or even complicated, so I won't pretend that it is. And I'll ask you to agree with me now that what you are about to learn, you can instantly apply. Put it into practice and use forevermore. And in order for you to gain a power and charisma shared by presidents, celebrities, and most of all, if not all, the leaders who sit atop of all pyramids, the electromagnetic force field, your own. Around each of us here on Earth at this plane is the electromagnetic force field, a body energy. Go study quantum physics for a year to prove, to your, prove it to yourself or just simply cut to the chase. And take my word for it. Call it charisma if that makes you feel better. That electromagnetic field is the subtle body and is normally unseen by the naked eye yet noticed by all who come within 10 feet of you. People can feel your aura. Some people call it an aura. Okay, It's a force field of your own inner intellectual thoughts that are circling as a force field in front of you. And, any, and everyone who comes within 10 feet of you can subconsciously sense how you think without even saying one peep. It's true. And as I said, the ancient Greeks called it the arithmetic body. And this is real. It's the real you. You ever meet people that put off bad vibes? Why? Because that's the real them. Hey guys, thanks for listening to uh, this, this week's episode of the Science of Getting Rich podcast. Um, if you don't have a copy of my free ebook, as always, uh, email me, DM me, text me. I'm doing a free e-course called the the17steps.com. The17steps.com. Um, probably once I get this going, I'm letting, I'm letting people opt in and then I'm going to start it. And then when we get to the 17th one, I'm going to wipe out the mailing list probably, or I may let you stay on it and we'll just start it over at some point in the future. And hopefully I'm going to just continuously update it. And this can just be a free e-course that I have where the basic concept is it'll be 17 emails. I'm going to try to send them once a week. 
And there may be a PDF in there. There may be a, a message like one of these messages. There may be a video. And the idea is through 17 steps to walk you through my favorite book and what this podcast is called, The Science of Getting Rich. And we're going to take you from the beginning that you have a right to be rich all the way to the end. Okay. And we're going to try to walk through the book with my commentary and way I see things and how I, you know, uh, I'll try to explain to you this book that was written in 1911 and try to make it modernize how it could help you in your life today. Again, that's completely free. No follow-up, none of that bullshit. You just opt in. Go to set the, set the 17steps.com. Thanks, guys.